It was really good to actually have the opportunity to speak to Brian Gorgian ahead of the Paris Olympics campaign for the Boomers, of course, coming off a, a disappointing World Cup performance after, of course, the highs of the Tokyo Olympics. But before the Boomers get to Paris, they actually have a couple of FIBA Asia Cup qualifiers coming up, starting on Thursday against Korea in Bendigo. So I started my chat with Brian by asking him, with the Asia Cup qualifiers in mind, does he have one eye on Paris? I mean, I've always got eyes on the Paris games, but the the actual um, what I get to do in this is is probably again um, have a look at a couple guys for camp, um, and also you know try some schemes defensively and offensively and see what it looks like in a game situation um, leading into camp. But you know the work done for for Paris was really after the. Uh, um, the World Cup finished was, you know, going to the States and the guys that are a, were a part of that team touching each one individually and talking about the way forward is is a, a major part of the work that's been done in communication with them leading into camp. You mentioned the World Cup last year, and I guess we could say it was a, a disappointing result for the Boomers. So how do you bounce back from what happened in last year's World Cup in Paris? Well, I, I think the, 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 um, the World Cup, um, and again, it was, you know, we have expectations of, of meddling, and um, that's how we go into each, each event where we've moved the Boomer program to. So as you said, the, the result was disappointing, but also... Um, we knew that this is not an extension of Rose Gold. We were um, that had, that group had had taken it and peaked, and we were going through change. And usually, when you go through change, um, it has an effect on, on on the results a little bit. So we we had we introduced some new players to this. Um, the, you know, Josh Giddy, Josh Green, um, um, Tybal. Um, uh, uh, Duop Reith, and when I say Xavier Cooks, some of those guys that I mentioned um, didn't have major roles or were new to the to the um, bronze medal team. Then some of those guys weren't even a part of that team, and um, we added three new starters to our group. So um, you know the the, the World Cup was um, an introduction um, and. Um, what I what we we learned some things from that um, in preparing for Paris, preparing for those games. So you know, introducing some guys to it, getting them some experience, um, seeing how they played together in competition has given us a blueprint um, for how to play, what our issues were moving forward and what to address in the next camp. And you really don't know that until you've been in competition. You mentioned the group is transitioning from the one that you had in Tokyo and and using that World Cup as part of that transition phase. Do you now set a benchmark or a goal for what you hope to achieve in Paris? Is it semifinals, a medal, or do you set your sights at the top and winning gold? We've established, uh, you know, through... um, Joe Ingalls and Patty Mills um, in that leadership group, which um, is intact, um, that, you know, gold gold medal. Um, and really, 
um, with the, um, the, the competition is tough. I mean, you know, the, the dream team, the team USA is going to bring all their guns. Serbia got the silver medal and they'll have the Joker. So the competition is there, but what we can control and what we can do, we feel very, um, excited about our group. And it's not like the guys that we're adding into this are high level players and most of them NBA players. So we've certainly set our, our sights always on a gold medal. And, um, you know, there's a process to get that. And uh, again, we feel like the World Cup, although disappointing with the results, was a positive um, a positive part of that process moving forward to get a gold medal. But really, I mean, it, it starts with no one, no one can put on a practice uniform or a pair of shoes without um, thinking gold. And we talk about a gold standard in everything we do, not, not just playing basketball, but every aspect of, of uh, the boomers is, is trying and reaching for gold. Looking at some of the NBA stars that you know play for for the Boomers, do you have any concerns around, say, some of your key players like Patty Mills, Josh Giddy, Jock Landau, maybe not getting the ideal amount of court time at the moment in the NBA? And how do you get around those challenges as you put your squad together for the Olympic Games? That's that's um, a very good point, and and is something that um, we discuss and we talk about and. Uh, I mean, all they can do is the controllables, and it, it's definitely preferable that they're playing. But if they're not playing, um, how do you go about um, your day-to-day? How do you stay sharp? How do you keep moving forward if you're not getting playing time? And that was, again, it's it, there's no easy answer to that. But in, in the time over there and seeing those guys face-to-face, that was part of the discussion. And an example being when I when I did meet up with Patty Mills, it was, you know, meet me at six o'clock in the morning. You know, tonight's a game and I've been playing limited minutes. Um, I'm at this practice facility at six working out with my you know, I went there and he did a, you know, an amazing hard working hour um, prior to team practice. So, you know, these guys that playing at that level are very professional. And if they're not playing and they know the Olympics are close, um, that they're working hard and doing whatever they can to play to be sharp. And then the second aspect of this is, you know, as far as when the boomers get together, you can see the importance of playing quality competition and trying. There's an emphasis of trying to get as many games as we can and get the guys together as early as we can. That's amazing. That story of Paddy Mills, the way the professionalism, particularly now, you know, into his mid thirties, but the the drive and the passion, particularly for the boomers, is clearly still there for Paddy. Uh, that that comes out in him uh, all the time. You know, he's he's totally focused on on a medal. He's totally focused on um, being as sharp as he possibly can, and uh, it's a real focus for him. Um, keeping himself right physically um, and assessing playing time and, and, and balancing so he's at his peak at the right time. And when you look at him um, at the World Cup and, and what physically um, for his age, you know, he's, he's amazing. You know, he keeps himself in, in great shape. And when you're around him, 
like we were for a 40 day period, day after day, um, you can see the professionalism he he approaches it with. And again, it's a great example for because other ones like Jock Landell, like you said, um, some of the guys um, in our group right now aren't getting minutes and having a guy like that um, leading them and showing them by example talks one thing, but you can actually see it and you can communicate it. It is really helpful. And the point you're making is really, really important. Have you had any discussions with Ben Simmons and will he be available for Australian selection at the Olympics? I went and saw every player that was a part of the um, the World Cup that are playing in the NBA. And the one addition was Ben Simmons and, um, you know, sat with him in New Jersey. And um, he at that particular time, he wasn't playing. And, you know, he his face to face i i want to be a part of the boomers my my goal is to play in this and i'm going to be doing everything i can um to get ready and and play and you know the the question mark has always been you know over these last two years or since i've been involved with the national program he virtually hasn't played in the nba as well and what he he had a start to the season and it looked good and then when I got there, he was still, you know, he was dealing with an issue and, and trying to get to the other side of that. So what, you, what I look at it now is what you see is what you get. If he's in a situation where he's at New Jersey and he's playing on the floor and he's healthy and contributing, I think he's going to put his hand, I'm, I'm sure he will put his hand up for the boomers. So right now there's some real positive signs in the fact that when I was over there, he wasn't playing. And right now he's being introduced back into the lineup, modified minutes. He's at the 20 minute mark on a pretty consistent basic and looks basic. And he looks like he's, he's getting healthy. So um, again, um, it's very promising. That's uh, certainly good news for Australian basketball fans. My guest today on Summer Grandstand is Boomers coach and master basketball coach Brian Gorgian. Now, Brian, I know you've talked about how it is a different group from Tokyo, but do you use what happened in Tokyo perhaps as some inspiration for the group going to Paris? Well, you're always, you know, um, when you say inspiration, I <clears throat> I really feel like the, the group um, through the leadership, our, our leadership team understands um, w- what we're trying to achieve. And really now it, it, it's, it's not really about emotion. It's about, you know, what took place at the World Cup and what um, was under the bar and, and how, you know, um, get this new group to understand how we have to play <clears throat> and at what level in each area in order to get that gold medal. And, you know, the, the, as far as the want and um, the behaviors I feel pretty good about. I, I feel like there's a real good understanding of that. Um, uh, the, there's still a lot of pieces there that have experienced that success, knows what it takes. And there's an education going on that I feel really comfortable about. The concern for me um, is um, the new group um, offensively and defensively and scheme-wise um, understanding and 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 playing at a at a level in those areas that that gets you a medal. <laughs> so um, 
that process. And it's really difficult in an international process because you play that tournament and everyone branches off and goes their separate ways and they come back and you've got limited time. So my, what I'm doing now is really trying to um, have clarity um, through video, through the games that we played and, you know, talk with staff, talk with players and get a real tight package together for the Olympics that is going to lead to a medal. And that responsibility falls on me and the staff to present that clearly, have the right package. And what I said we got from the World Cup is an understanding of where um, we, we were below the bar. And um, going there and talking to those guys face to face, we also discussed that with them uh, as far as the team and as far as them individually, um, what they need to look at, how we need to play and moving forward. So the answer to your question, what I'm trying to, the emotion and the understanding and trying to explain to them about a goal, we were well down that path. Now it's, now it's just the doing and the execution in how we play. Oh, Brian, it's been fantastic to pick your braids about Australian basketball. I'm sure we could talk for, for hours on it, but I do want to finish on just a, a personal note. You said you'd like to return to coaching in the NBL after the Olympics. Where are we going to see you? Will it be the Adelaide 36ers or perhaps your old club, the Sydney Kings? <laughs> I have no idea at the, at the moment. I mean, in all honesty, it's, it's all these teams now are finishing up the regular season. But what I, you know, and I, I kind of was, um, I guess, misquote, what I, what I was asked, and I think it was more referring to the boomers is, you know, what's going to go on here. And I said, I, when this Olympics finishes on, on my, my time with the boomers, this is it, everything you got, go for that gold medal. And then it's time to, to pass the baton. But um, I do want to coach when, when the Olympics is finished domestically. And um, my first preference, uh, uh, my, my preference, sorry, is, you know, I, cause I have coached overseas quite a bit. I've spent a lot of time in Asia and just, I, if the proper in the right situation occurred in Australia, um, that would be my preference. I, I like what's gone on in the NBL. I enjoyed my time in Wollongong um, and, you know, my eyes are on that first and foremost. And it, again, it would have to be, I don't want to take anybody's job. I want I let let the season finish. Let the these organizations decide what they want to do next year. And if a situation occurs in the NBL where a a, a coach has moved along and and they see me as the as, as the fit, I I would be um, excited about it. And to this point, being on, there's a lot of rumor rumor and speculation, but. Um, nothing's transpired yet. And I don't see it happening until the season finishes. Well answered. Very, very well answered. Very diplomatic as well. Uh, Brian, thanks so much for your time on Summer Grandstand. Thank you. Really enjoyed it.